0: Two Humorous
1: Nurses with Kelly and Alicia. Bonus episode time. Happy 37th birthday.
0: 29, thanks. 37? <laughs> oh, <you laughs> look 37. Ooh. Fuck off. <laughs> I was thinking, I'm like, oh, I will hopefully have made it to 30 without a wrinkle. If I raise my eyebrows, so you can see. Yeah. Like, need some Botox and so that she some tox. Um, did, did you got a moist cake? Dose of botulism. It's still there. Can you see? It? Yeah. I know. I saw it when I walked in. <laughs> <laughs> Mick looked at it today. He's like, that's going to the bin today, right? Not so moist anymore. No, look. Um, <laughs> I had about one slice from it and it sat there. And then Mick went and bought. Did you make that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On my birthday, like a loser in lockdown. <laughs> I had the worst fucking birthday I think I've had in years. Oh, lockdown. Like probably probably the worst birthday ever, I will say. Because... Really? Yeah. we couldn't drink? Yeah. <laughs> <That's laughs> exactly. Couldn't drink in lockdown. Mick was working. So I got up oh. in the morning and no joke, this is how it went. I woke up because he was like, oh, I'm going to go to work early so then I can come home early and spend time with you on your birthday. I'm like, yeah, cool. But he does 10 hour days. So it's never early anyway. He gets up. He's like getting ready and goes to go to work. And it was like quarter to four. And I'm like, morning. And he's like, hi, you're awake. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I've been tossing and turning. He's like, see ya. <laughs> I'm like, love you. And I thought, oh, sometimes in the mornings he'll start the car and then come back and do a few things. I'm like, oh, but it's not cold outside, so what? No, nope, off he drives. Oh, <laughs> like, how rude! And then I was get like, away for him to check
1: Facebook. Then I was to really insecure,
0: like for the morning, because I was like, why didn't he? Ca-? Like normally he would be like, happy birthday! I'm like really excited oh, no. and like would come in and give presents or something. And then like what a fucking asshole! So then it took all my strength. Not to message him being like, Why didn't you yeah. wish me a happy birthday? <laughs> Did you forget to say something this yeah. morning? So I'm like, No, something Alicia, on your stop mind. being a psycho. You're fine. And um, I figured he was going to be really, really busy at work. And then eventually I was like, I was a bit sad you didn't come and give me a kiss this morning. No reply. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. The first b- happy birthday message I got, you all love this, is from some rando acquaintance from a theatre company. <laughs> <laughs> <And I'm> like, <laughs> great (laughs) what a what a birthday but then my sister rang me and my whole family they ring and it's like it's like a weird tradition that when it's your birthday you get a phone call really early and the whole family sings happy birthday (laughs) and then it's hip hooray hip hooray hip hooray and then it's like finished like they all just sing like everyone gets together and sings on the phone it's really cute my
1: first happy birthday message is usually from uh, my friend in New Zealand because they're like four or five hours ahead. Oh. So I usually wake up to it. Like, <laughs> I thought you were going to oh, say wow. like
0: your favourite shop giving you a discount card oh, yeah. or something. <laughs> That's always a bit depressing too. And you're like, yeah, okay, I get it. People don't remember my birthday. But then um, like it got better as the day went on. He yeah. came home and he was all excited and he got <laughs> – have you seen his bag? It's like he wrote a card two with his left hand. <laughs> oh, <laughs> two months so... from the baby. like. <laughs> I'm like, did you write that with your left hand? He's like, he's like, yeah, I did. Look at the R, ah, and you could, I think <laughs> we should put a picture on our story. Oh, it's, so <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny. Like, he's like, yeah, I had to make it look like a baby rodent. <laughs> your fetus is so advanced. I know. So clever. <laughs> That's very, he was very <laughs> proud of himself, and he was proud of the card too. Wherever it is, it's like a kid with its finger up its nose. <laughs> oh, he was so proud of that. <laughs> Dad jokes already. <laughs> oh, mate. He's <laughs> born to be a dad.
1: So lockdown. Victoria just survived its third lockdown. Mate, I was Stage four. I mean, seriously.
0: I was ready to punch some bitches. I, I just feel like
1: it was really unfair. I felt like I was a little... trying to be diplomatic. Unnecessary for regional areas. Yeah, I understand I agree. why they did it because they couldn't control it. All the yeah. metro people <laughs> would rush to the country because mm. they were all well housed out here to be safe mm. in lockdowns. I'm gonna make that assumption. I'm sure they haven't, but yeah.
0: I'm but. also assuming that even without a lockdown, we still would have been fine because if mm. they had a just contact traced isolated those people, those yeah. people got tested, which is exactly what happened anyway. I know. The only difference was that other people weren't allowed to move throughout the community. Yeah. And I
1: say there were um, we're recording this on the Friday, and I say there were three cases today. Yeah, I saw that too. And I has be terrified that we're gonna have another weekend I know, in lockdown. I just thought the same thing. <laughs> I don't know. I'm. Um, it hit me really hard this time, and I was really um, flat on Saturday because mm. I just I feel like every lockdown just you You're one step s- away from
0: your family like again. The, yeah, 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 like
1: we're back to square one. Although now they're saying I had like so many people tag me you know, on Facebook. Um, when news media was allowed on Facebook, (laughs) (laughs) Um, saying that from Saturday WA are open to Victoria because they were deemed low risk. But you still have to isolate 14 days. You're just allowed in without a reason. So, I'm like, it's still, um, we're still at least 28 days away because they're going to want 28-day community, like no community spread. Um, And I can't see that happening while we've got these little pop-ups and while we're still allowing uh, overseas travellers to return Mm. in the manner of quarantine that we're doing now Mm. I think they should be allowed to return I feel very sorry for all those people that are uh, stuck overseas and can't come home the Australian citizens Mm. I do feel for them terribly Mm. but I think we need to get our quarantine system Perfect. Um, yeah. Better. Yeah. Like we're not doing it well, Dan. No. It's not gold standard. You're Why really not? fucking us over.
0: <laughs> well, I feel like Victoria's got the worst sort of track record when it comes to quarantine, and yet they've invited all of these overseas, like tennis players and all the overseas officials, and and it's like it's money. Yeah. I just feel like they're mm. potentially compromising yeah. the health of Victorians and prioritizing the wrong things. Yeah. But um, and I get it.
1: I get why. But at the same
0: time... But do you know what? Like, let's get smart. Well, and if you think about when the Ring of Steel came down, the regional communities were able to... Like, we we managed that. Like, mm. Melbourneites, they all flocked to the country and yeah. we managed it. We didn't have... Like, oh, we went to Beechworth that weekend that the Ring of Steel came down and there were people everywhere. Yeah. And I mean, everywhere. And it didn't... There were no... Like, it w- there was no ramification. Like, there was no, no. consequence from That's that. Right. And so... I felt like I don't know, Regional Victoria, like I it literally killed me like walking down the street, being like, Our little town is gonna die because Mm. Dan Andrews can't be bothered segregating the Metro from Regional.
1: Well I reckon I wonder if they tried. I've heard all these rumours that they tried but the police force didn't have the capability to get it in place by four PM that day. Yeah, I can understand. And I I I do get it, but where's I don't want to get into this. Too yeah, political. No, it's pretty And cool. it's, yeah. <laughs> At the end of the day, I was devastated. It was five days.
0: We did it. Yeah, We're out. Right. It yeah. won't be the last time. See you in lockdown 25. I know. Fucking hell. I feel like the more we lock down, the more selfish I get and the more I think about myself and my own needs. <laughs> no, because no. I'm like, I, I, I was I, devastated. I'm like, fuck this. It's my fucking birthday. Yeah. I'm 30 weeks pregnant. The pool's closed and I'm miserable. <laughs> and I, that's the only thing that makes me feel good. And I'm like – and, like, yoga had all been cancelled. I had my fucking eyebrows booked to get done because these things are Thursday. Mine
1: look amazing. I I got them done five hours before lockdown came into
0: place. And then then we were supposed to have an ultrasound on my birthday, which I thought was going to be so special. And then they rang me and they're like, oh, no, your partner can't come. Like, your husband can't come. And I was like, oh, yeah, because of all the fucking COVID. Like, it just – you know, that kind of thing, it just really kills me because I'm a person who, like I've said before – if I think something's unreasonable, it just makes me so angry. <laughs> and and this whole locking down little towns like ours just because Melbourne had a couple of cases. Yeah. It just is so frustrating because there's so many... There's a, such a big knock-on effect from that. Yeah, and I feel huge. like mentally too... Um, it knocks me that little bit yeah. down each time. And I don't think
1: people fully understand if you're not in Victoria. Like everyone's yeah, just I like, agree. Oh, it's just five days. But Victorians have done especially Melbourneites yeah. have done over a hundred days in stage four lockdown. Yeah.
0: And and we've only had stage four at um, five, five days. Five
1: days. We've never we haven't we, been in stage four until this time. And, and to it, be honest, yeah.
0: I live in a I live in a much smaller
1: town. Um, mm. Outside of our small town, and I actually live five k's away from anything. Mm. And I mean, I get that I can still go because yeah. it's my closest town, but it was um,
0: isolating.
1: It, it felt like that, mm. and my kid missed out on dance again. I mm. mean, one class that's fine, but we didn't know she didn't want to go. She can go back to school,
0: well, and we couldn't. And you all know, these preps that have started school. And do you know it was awful? But one of my friends' kids just started school, and before she started, like before she went to prep. She said, mum, what happens if I get to go to school and then I don't get to go anymore? Yeah. And it, and you're like, mm. shit, how does a five-year-old think about that? Yep. Like, she, her biggest fear was that she was going to love school so much and mm-hmm. then they were going to take it away from her. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah.
1: But and, and, yeah. and it's going to continue to happen, I think. And Amelia yeah. got in the car Friday afternoon, threw her bag in and said, oh, I can't go to school next week. It's a stupid virus. Like she's well aware mm. of this virus that's taken over the whole world and mm. and how it affects her life. And I think it's sad that we're going to raise a generation of kids who have been through this. And just like mm. our parents have been through wars and, and things like that, I think that it's, um, it's it takes a psychological them. toll on mm. them. And it takes it on us as parents and... You know, and I'm still an essential worker. So, my week doesn't stop. I have to get up and go to work mm. still. Mm. And, you know, we're planning things at the moment that, you know, I'm planning them as if they're going to be able to happen. Mm. But I don't know if they can happen. Well, and, and the
0: other thing too is like the I've obviously got the baby shower booked in a couple of weeks and I'm like, well, it's gonna, there's no hope that I'm going to get to have a baby shower for my first baby. Well,
1: and at the moment we're only like five people. Yeah, no. Like I can't – how long is that going to go for if we keep mm. having
0: cases? I mean, I know it's only three cases – and that's the thing. You feel kind of selfish and trivial, and you feel pathetic, th- like complaining about yeah. these things. But you know, at the end of the day, it's the small things that are important, yeah. and the small and things add up. Yes, turn, turn, and that's turn, the thing. Again. When it's lots of small things that you're missing out on or that you're losing out on, you just feel kind of down, and then you almost don't want to put the effort in for the small things anymore because yeah. you just feel like there's disappointment looming. Yeah. Like it, it's really exhausting. You and know then what
1: the disappointment is on top of this fucking lockdown,
0: working in a hospital. <laughs>
1: No, you're getting your period for the first time since
0: (laughs) August. (laughs) See, it's the small things. I um, I although your your period, this is TMI, trigger warning for anyone who can't hear. Although you shouldn't be listening to our
1: podcast. You put it this way: I am a middle-aged woman. Middle, (laughs) technically, I don't. Yeah, no. (laughs) And I was told by the doctor when I went to see her about my extremely excessive periods and low iron levels. Oh, that's just what happens when you hit 40. Oh, so I thought she was going to say like, menopause. No. <laughs> but I am like, I was like, how am I going to do this? I had been bleeding for like uh, like months and months and months. And anyway, I had Marina put in. And a month after I had the Marina put in, I had no more bleeding. So since August, I've had like literally no periods. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> completely different reason <laughs> <laughs> and then i wake up the other day like mid-lockdown and i was like oh fuck off i must
0: be really horny because my knickers are wet <laughs> <laughs> poor can that are your bitches that was shit i blame dan andrews <laughs> Your body's getting ready for the apocalypse. It's I just getting old. rid of whatever it doesn't need anymore. <laughs> Set me up for a future. See,
1: so w- so if we become it's like a handmaid's like tale. Life shit, I'll I'm just going to the- add
0: salt to the wound. <laughs> I'll be in the
1: fields. I'm dying. You'll be one of the handmaids for your fertile. And I'm done. I'm like, like out there losing limbs. And but
0: what's worse, being stuck out there, being exposed to like nuclear waste that's going to kill you or being raped to further the human race. I mean... <laughs> let's not get into <laughs> that either. Well, look, I'd be killing myself up as soon as I could. Anyway,
1: that's completely anyway, I do love I that would show, like him I would like... Fucking traumatise me. them to bring it back. Oh, yeah. Come
0: on, new season.
1: <laughs> I wonder if Brett Sutton could check me out and make sure I'm healthy
0: enough. Ew, he's not even I attractive. I I feel like people are like, oh, he's on TV. Mm, no, it's
1: not because he's on TV. Just look at him. Although... Oh, yeah. Anyway. anyway. <laughs>
0: I feel like, no, before you go on, because I can see you're ready to say something, (laughs) I really want to close the loop on a couple of things that we, like, left open-ended, and also, I realised two things. First thing is, I realised that when we did my um, episode, like, the part two of episode 13, I didn't talk at all about the fact that I was an educator (laughs) for, like, (laughs) nearly 12 months, and that was a big part of my career, and... (laughs) <laughs> anyway, we anyway. just sort of skimmed she right over. She was an educator. That. Yeah, I was an educator. That's Couldn't it. Couldn't handle much. it. Yeah. back to the wards. <laughs> 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 was so good. Yeah. Um, and it was pretty much. Well, I don't know. I mean, I I did leave that because you know when you feel like you're not achieving anything. Yeah. And you don't get. Uh, and for me, achievement is a big part of satisfaction. And I felt like with the EFT that was allocated to yeah. that role between, it was sort of over two or three campuses. You, there's no way you could get anything yep. productive happening. And I just felt really unsatisfied. So I, yeah, left. Yeah. But anyway, and then I came back to hospital that I love. And job that I love. But the other thing is also that I feel like, I don't know if anybody was really invested in my kitten story from that. <laughs> <show>. <laughs> but um, our kitten who was having seizures and was really sick, uh, we ended up getting her put down because she ended up in status epilepticus. And was really it was really horrible mm. and awful. God, I've never been so upset about a fucking animal that I've known for two weeks. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think we must have had her for yeah, two or three weeks and no. it was awful. But then the the nice thing that sort of came out of it was like, oh, she you know, at least she had a few weeks where she was yeah, loved and right. warmed and warm and fed and, and Mick was like, God, if we've got this much love to give a kitten like a kid, yeah. <laughs> Well, no, I was already pregnant yeah, I <laughs> Oh, it was a night and all I kept thinking while it was all going on was do we really need this right now? Because I'm pretty overwhelmed with the idea of having yeah. a baby and a kitten <laughs> who, like, needs his special needs. Like, we're fucked. But you but did give it a nice little life. Yeah, and I think the universe takes care of some things sometimes. Yeah, for that, sure. So, and I was glad I didn't really have to make a decision because she'd kind of made it for us, I guess. Yeah. But anyway, it just for those of you who are really keen to know what happened to little Adie. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was really devoted that we'd use such a cute name on a kitten like, you? 80's gorgeous.
1: So, that's fine. You can use it again. It's not like oh, you yeah. can't use it again.
0: For my kid. And be like, oh Imagine yeah, we named you, you named you after, after a sick Fuck. <laughs> 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 named you after a feral thing that Mick found on the side of the road. <laughs> and she was pretty cute.
1: Oh, God.
0: She was probably... Infet- no, she so wasn't. It. Probably,
1: I mean, that's probably better than some kids' names that are out there. Mm,
0: currently. Better story, too. Yeah, at Poor least it's, I didn't name my kid after a vegetable or absidy. Oh no, I say that, but one of the names we like is actually a vegetable. You can't oh, name no, a kid Orbe. It's a fruit. No. <laughs> Orbe for short. Oh. Genie. Orb Genie.
1: Oh, <laughs> it's well, gold. You know how no. I said I'd been doing meditation and that I was yes. going to buy any crystals. <laughs> uh, oh God. I bought two worry stones. Worry stones. I bought a rose quartz one to bring me like a love lot. and rose all that quartz. stuff. Yeah, and then a black orb or aubergine, aubergine. <laughs> a black one, which is supposed to bring you protection. Oh, good. Yeah, those two tiny worry stones came in the biggest fuck off box I've ever seen in my life. With about, <laughs> I, I was like, what did they send me? They sent me a free gift. <laughs> that was a big box.
0: Oh, uh, you'll have to come to the psychic festival when we go. Yeah. <laughs> you'll get a free exorcism. Yeah. Oh, and I, I mean, did. Oh, that's another thing we can close oh, the yes. loop on. So I spoke to my sister and she said that pretty much after that exorcism mm-hmm. that yeah. she had at the psychic festival, the her like sleep paralysis dreams almost stopped completely. Oh, that's so funny. And the, the woman actually gave her like this instruction oh. thing about, you know, lay, when you lay in bed at night, visualize sort of a protective aura around you hold the crystal close to your chest that sort of thing that she was very hopeful like she was sure that she had cured Ruby and Mm, she fucking she did that's crazy I know amazing so good on her yeah you go lady you go the next episode dropping on Wednesday is nursing personalities where we're going to look at the personalities and characteristics of nurses Um, we've both taken a couple of personality quizzes to see what we um, where we
1: lie in those Mm. and I don't think you'll be at all surprised (laughs)
0: somehow. <laughs> I think I was shocked at how right they got it. Like no. that blew me away because yeah. I really felt like everything they predicted was like totally accurate. Mm. Uh, don't forget to check out the competition we're running on Instagram where you can be a guest star on our podcast. I think you should also nominate your mates. So um, tag your friends, share, make sure you tag us in your stories if you share us. Um, every tag gets you in the draw so it's going to be totally random and then we'll have a bit of a meeting with whoever wins and See what yeah. we can talk about and see who they are and it's kind of cool. I think yeah. it would be exciting to get to know someone we don't know. And I know, it will be good.
1: Um, and we've had a lot of new followers recently. I think Woo. a few people
0: have shared us. Um, so, welcome and thank you for sharing. <laughs> welcome to the crazy train. I will <laughs> say I'm a bit shitty that we've had so many downloads the last few days and then got knocked out of the charts. <laughs> like, how does that even happen? I'm devoted. Anyway, anyway. Well, it's not about being on the chart. No, but it, it does give you that little bit of validation that someone from Apple <laughs> Podcast cares. <laughs> so we'll see on in a couple of weeks for the next debrief.
1: <laughs> Bye. Bye.